So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drink cinema! Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. I sometimes wonder if I sound exactly the same and say that with exactly the same cadence every I just, single time. I just thought that um, when we said goodbye at the end of the last thing we just recorded, yeah. I think I'd say thank you at the same time. Thanks, brother, yeah. or whatever, the same way every time. Thank you. That's what you do. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, welcome, Brett. Welcome, Lee. Sorry, I, I was timed trying that to, badly. No, I was trying, trying to, to... be different? Yeah. People I was like, trying to be different, like the witches and the witches were different. Trying That was a bad segue. People like familiarity. But change is as good as a holiday. True. As good as a holiday to the seaside. Yeah, especially if you've got a mild case of diabetes. Diabetes. So Di- Yeah, we, not diabetes, diabetes. Yeah, that's how the Americans say it. Because the boy, Luke, says Luke. Uh, diabetes when she has fish paste, which is fish paste high in sugar. Salt? No, I wouldn't imagine it's salt, high in like, sugar. Salt's not great for you, but salt's not bad for diabetes. But nah. also, a couple of pills and a holiday by the seaside is not going to cure your diabetes. No. Especially it's just going to let you forget about it for a bit. Yep. And it, and if she forgets about it for too long, her little finger is not going to be the only thing she loses. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, is cigar smoking bad for diabetes? It's just bad in general. I know cream tarts or whatever. Cream tarts cream and tarts. sugar in your coffee. Oh, sugar. No cream cakes. No <laughs> whatever else. We said in the preview, I think, did we? Um, Who knows? It was like four days ago. <laughs> um, that the original Witches yes. is a movie that we watched a lot as a kid. So there's going to be quotes. There's going to be quotes. One. We like, randomly could quote. Look, look, and she can't hear you. No, thank you very much. <laughs> That whole scene in the original where he's in the treehouse and the creepy witch yep. um, that you thought was Kristen Scott Thomas. Which is definitely um, not. Comes to try and give him chocolate. Yep. Don't take tan- candy from strangers. Um, we quoted a shitload. It's just got some, for us, iconic lines. Yeah. Probably not for anyone else. I don't know if everybody else our age that watched it when you kid thought him saying no thank you very much was hilarious, but well, he, we did. I, like... 
I want to know how many takes that took because, because he can't act. The, if that's the best one, then. <laughs> but like, he can't act, and we can see that from the start. We took okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are doing a review of both witches movies together, so we're going to just jump around between both. Yeah. Compare the pair. Hopefully, you can follow along and know whether we're talking about the 2020 Robert Zemeckis and Hathaway version yeah, or the 1990, I can't remember the director's name, Angelica Houston version. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hopefully you can follow along. The scene in the treehouse, no thank you very much, is from the 1990 version. I, You know, in that scene, while we're on it, yep. she originally is wanted to gift him a snake. Snake's obviously poisonous. Would you get a snake? Oh, okay. Here's some chocolate. So, here's a snake to kill you. Or your mice. Or, like, eat, eat your mice. Yes. Uh, but because you're scared by the snake, I'm going to placate you with chocolate, might get you down, and then I'll just kill you. And then here, dead. Yeah. Maybe only the Grand High Witch has I think to so. Because otherwise, as wouldn't you just zap him up in the treehouse? Yep, you'd zap all the children. Yeah. In Christendom. In all of Christendom. <laughs> they it, are very different movies. Very different movies. Very different vibe. Obviously based movie. on the same Roald Dahl book. And I don't think Roald Dahl would have been happy with either of them. He wasn't. Was happy he, with the first yeah, one. and he was dead. But yeah, his was dead. grandchildren were happy with the money of with the, the first money one, of the second yeah. one. Yeah. So, from the, so the start... The tone is very different, but one thing I found very weird about the start of the 1990 version is the flying through the mountains thing. Yeah, was it a witch flying through the mountain? But no, the, but they're on a Norwegian ski holiday. But the music was like stuff that John Williams decided not to use in Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that it was very, very no, early 90s. Lo- but it was very light family movie music. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you, we're meant to be about to be creeped out. Like, you're going... <laughs> yeah, that's almost what I sung then. That's not what it is. But it's like... <laughs> I think it's good music. It just doesn't quite set up. It doesn't, listening to this at the start, you'd be like, oh, this is going to be a fun romp. And then the move, the words, the witches come. And you're like, oh, we're meant to be scared. Oh, fuck. I'm confused now. Then we go to grandma's house. Oh, the kid. The kid. It's so annoying the way he says grandma. So at the start of the book, there is a note about witches in the book. Okay. That is portrayed in the 2020 version by oh, Chris Rock mm. giving a slide projector presentation yep. to kids about witches. The zebra from Madagascar yes. is teaching mice. No, the voiceover from actually- Everybody Hates Chris. Yes. But in the 1990 version, Grandma is telling stories to Luke Yeah, that, I- that mm. cover the note thing. That I'm okay with. I prefer in the 1991. Yep. That the way that Grandma tells him the story about witches and what they do and how to look for them. Yes. And they put my friend in a painting. 
to scare him and us. Yes. Initially, before he meets a witch. In the 2021, Chris Rock is a kid who doesn't have a name. He doesn't know what witches are until he meets one. And then Octavia Spencer has to say, oh, you bitch, you met a witch. Yeah. Thunder. Robert Zemeckis loves his thunder. Yeah. 1.21 gigawatts of dramatic (laughs) effect at every opportunity. Yes. (laughs) He, so, but in the book, how it goes is a note about witches. Let me tell you my story. Yeah, So the 2020 movie does that. The 2020 movie does the note in form of a slide presentation. Yes. Whereas the 1991 does it in the form of, um, I was I was a witch hunter. Let me tell you about witches. Yep. I and one story about them. I prefer that because I always think that movies that adapt novels that have a very strong narrator presence are lazy. I was in like it's written first person in the novel. So we need to narrate it first All person. Of, a lot of the description that Roald Dahl wrote needs to be given to a narrator. But then also yeah. it isn't done well because at some point Chris Rock tells us that we're standing outside the ballroom oh. that the meeting of the Society for the Protection of Children yep. is in while Hero Boy is standing next to a sign that, that says, says ballroom meeting of the <laughs> society. We don't need that. Yeah. And it's all, and then I don't know if it does it, but it's almost like then I met a guy named then I met another kid. Hi, I'm Bruno Jenkins. His name was Bruno Jenkins. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff throughout the movie, which is not a good use of narration because the narrator should be just giving us more information of his thoughts and feelings at that point. Yeah. But then also a really good movie shouldn't need that because we should be able to see how scared the boy is. Yeah, but you not you don't. Neither boy can act. Neither boy can act. Um but I do feel like the boy in the 2020 version would know what glasses are. <laughs> like at one point oh, like Luke or Luke and his glasses. Luke sits there for 15 minutes hearing about the story and then all of a sudden on a nice vacation at your grandma's house where you're stuck inside making candles hearing stories about yeah, witches. Yeah. While she smokes cigars in front yeah, of you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm wearing glasses. What the <laughs> what are these oh, things and how do they I, work?" I did go to Specsavers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but then he like he can't work out what they are, but then he also can't work out how to put them back on. It's kids, you shouldn't, it's like acting, don't act, don't give kids props Yeah, if you're directing yeah. them. Yeah. I don't, glasses aren't really a prop, it's more a costume. We also didn't need glasses. Yeah, I know, I know why, we, he didn't need him as a mouse. He didn't need him as a he's mouse. 2020 vision when he's a yeah. mouse. Um, Spoiler alert. So, yeah, the the main differences between the two movies. The setup is initially that's that setup different. is different. That but they both tick boxes from the book mm. and both change things from the book. So the Norwegian grandma is in the book because witches came out of the deep dark icy mountains of Norway. Right. Right. So that's where witch hunters started. Okay. 
the same reason that yeah. Van Helsing's center of operations was in Transylvania. Yes, because he's not going to set it up in Georgia because most of the vampires Alabama. are in Transylvania. I was just picking another oh, state because oh, oh. Transylvania's not in Norway. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Van yeah. Helsing's not going to be in Georgia for the same reason that a witch hunter is not going to be in Alabama. Yep. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Um, with the whole setup, with the he's in the car in the twenty twenty version, child is hero hero boy, boy um, is in the car when his parents die in a car crash. In the book, that's the way it is. Okay, that's a bit more. Yeah, he um, had his seatbelt on, and mum and dad didn't because it was nineteen sixty eight. So why would you wear your seatbelt? Exactly. You don't need it. Yeah. Um, my body, my choice. <laughs> Shit. Topical. Oh, no. Um, then, where was I going with this? <laughs> um, oh, but then it's like they get back and then Octavia Spencer's now, like, now I've got a kid. Shit. Yeah. Um, then, like, kid, it's a nice day. Why aren't you outside playing? Because I just survived a car accident in which my parents died. My parents died in front of me. Yeah. And I'm a little now, bit traumatized. Now I'm li- instead of living in Chicago, I mean living in the 60s in Alabama. Yeah, in a, what looks like a pretty shit town. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to listen to your song and have a dance with you in my living room. No. Fuck it's not off. The time I've got for, bigger fish to fry. It's not the time for dancing, Octavia. Feel like you can't go on. Good song though. I get the point that she's there and I'll be there and reach out. But no, read the room, Octavia. <laughs> That's a difference to the um, book. In also, yeah, he's too old to get bathed by his grandma. Yeah, although it's the sixties, with things different. No, nah. nah. maybe that was therapeutic. Nah, that was disturbing. He's what ten? He's eight. Too old. You can bathe yourself, mate. But then at the end of the witch's nineteen ninety. Full naked Eight-year-old just stands naked in the bedroom with the grandma. Well, it was just a mouse. He didn't have any clothes. At least she gets a blanket at some point. Yeah, she does. She doesn't take him to the bath. Um, the So that's a difference. In the book, he actually says, I almost love my grandmama more than I loved my mother. Oh, well, that's not right. That's not the right in Octavia Spencer. I hope that wasn't his eulogy. But that is... You can tell there's more already connected between 1990 kid and grandma. Yep, yep. Than between 2020 kid and grandma. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. Another major difference is the fact that they're black. Yeah. And I think it's good that it's um, got people of colour in the lead. Yes. And it's good... To show that diversity. There's no reason why the main hero boy and grandma need to be white. Other than 
and I know in the book they're from Norway. Like, yeah, this isn't an argument, and you know people often refer to source material. You know, you know the bat, the Catwoman in the comics wasn't black, so why is Halle Berry playing Catwoman? People often refer to the. That's another question, anyway. Why was Halle Berry's Catwoman yeah, okay, made? We won't go into that. <laughs> We're not going to go into that. <laughs> that wasn't the worst part about the movie, no. but uh, and I'm not. I'm definitely not saying the source material should mean it should never be played by a person of colour. But if you're saying there's no reason that the original people are white, as you would imagine they are being from Norway and England in the 60s. But my issue is they've changed that, but they haven't changed other parts of the story yeah, which then makes for some very clunky flipping around of changing yeah. things. So the story takes place in a big hotel by the seaside. Correct. If you are a presumably not well off black single grandmother with a kid from Alabama in in late 1960s, in the late 1960s, how were you going to get to a very rich hotel? They had two choices. Yep. They don't set it at a hotel. Yep. Or they invent Octavia Spencer's cousin, who used to be the head chef at this very rich white um, hotel, which means slave. Yep. Chef at the hotel. So then they get a room at the hotel. But then Luke asks the question that audiences would have asked, why do we go to this hotel? And Octavia Spencer has to invent this thing of we're going to the rich hotel because they only kidnap poor kids. Yeah, which isn't which a, thing is a whole other thing. And then my thing is like, obviously, there's no issue with them being people of color. No. Um, why did it have to be in the South in the sixties? Yes. Um, I don't know if witches I've, would have been number one on my worry list. Uh, yeah, I feel like an eight-year-old uh, person of colour in the 60s living in Alabama would have had a couple of things, a uh, couple of different pointy hats to worry about yeah. than the black pointy hats yeah. of the witches. Leave that one there. Yep. It could have just been modern day with the same... We're going to... This hotel, yeah, because we can afford it. Well, because I'm sick and need a holiday by I'm the sick, seaside. I need a holiday. I can afford to go to a fancy motel. Yeah, because I'm Octavia Spencer. Yeah, yeah. I'm an Oscar winner, bitch. Yeah, like it's just weird. I don't. And then it's the thing they changed from a witch hunter to a voodoo witch. Yeah, doctor, this, medicine woman, doctor Quinn. I don't this know. was this was my. Question, is diversity still diversity if they're just playing stereotypes? Like if you go to Octavia Spencer and you say, we're going to remake Roald Dahl, but instead of being an all-white cast, we're going to cast the two leads, you and the boy, two of the three leads, you and the boy as people of colour. Octavia Spencer goes, yep, great. She reads the script. They've changed from witch hunter to voodoo priestess. She cooks fried chicken 
cornbread and collard greens. Yep. What like I don't is is that uh, diversity? Diversity, yes, because it diversity it's showing different people. So it's in diverse in it's diverse in visual. That's not that doesn't sound good. It's it is a representation. Yeah, it's but not I don't think it's a good representation. At the same way that people want to cancel Gone with the Wind because of the way it portrays stereotypical black people and how they talk. Yeah. This movie that was made eight yep. years later yep. is doing the same thing. Yeah. And like you know, you could make the argument of a woman who's fifty who lived in Alabama in the sixties would cook fried chicken and cornbread and collard greens. But do you need to put that in the movie so prominently? I also just don't understand why it needed to be in the 60s. Of The book if the book, the book was the written 60s. in the 80s. Yeah, but you didn't need to make it. They'd, I don't know. Not it even was the, just a weird. Not, I don't, it, it was a weird choice to me. I, <sighs> but not even the 1990 movie. Set it in the 60s. But also doesn't it's, matter it's when it's time, set. It's a timeless setting, yeah. the 1991. So they could have said Chris Rock 2020 is telling these kids about something that happened when he was eight in 1994. Yeah. So you set it in the 90s. So they've been doing, and rather than doing a slideshow, click, 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 he was doing a TED talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I understand representation and I understand diversity and I am 100% behind the need for that to happen more in cinema and on our screens. But then changing her from a witch hunter to a voodoo priestess because she's black, I don't think is good. Yeah, one, it's that issue. It's, It's showing diversity, but it's not a great representation of it. Yeah, are it's you, just fitting fitting into all the stereotypes. White people wrote this movie. It's like when they're like, "Oh, we you should have more gay characters in movies," and so they make the gay best friend of the girl. They make the gay best friend who's obsessed with fashion and loves musical theater. Yeah, Fuck. like that's that's yes, that's diversity because you've got a gay <gasps> character. I was watching. But it's not representation. I was watching a show the other day called Never Have I Ever. Yep, on the thing written by Mindy Kaling. And it's got good diversity in there's like an Indian lead teenager and there's a lesbian black yep. woman and then there's all like good representation. But then they were doing this thing and it was like this new girl rocked up and she were trying to find this rumor spread about her. And then they said, Oh, I don't know this guy's name, but he kept commenting on how good he liked my um this fashion thing and something about Cara Delvine and da 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 and they go, oh, that must be Jonah the gay kid. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, and the other issue with the diversity in this film is that the there's white people and there's black people and that's it. The only other black people other than Octavia Spencer yeah. and Hero Boy and the one black witch the one black witch are. The staff of the, the hotel. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to go the diversity, you got to find a couple of other races, a couple of other ethnicities, or something to put in there. Because this is the international witches. No, right? this was the Ameri- meeting of the American chapter. 
I thought it was called the International Society for Young... Oh, that's just what they called it. It's the American chapter meeting. But guests in the hotel, you've got two English people. Why couldn't you have had two Japanese people? Yeah. You couldn't have had two this, two whatever. Yeah. Like, I just don't think... Bruno didn't need to be white. Yeah. I just don't think you can say... We're making changes for diversity, but just do it you at know the what top it, here and nowhere else. You know, it like then makes it look like you're ticking a box. Like they wrote the script and yep. then a studio or whoever read it and went, um, what if we make this more diverse and make them black? Yeah. Oh, that'll be great. How good would that look for kids? And then, but then they people say the question of, you know, it's 1968, there probably weren't going to be Mexican staff there or there probably weren't going to be Japanese tourists in Alabama. Like, well, then why set it in 68? Yeah. If you want to do diversity, set it in 2020 at a big, rich hotel. Mm. Can have somewhere from everyone. Put it at the Trump, Alabama. Yeah, exactly. So it's an attempt at diversity, but I think it falls... Sure. I think it does, and that's not the main that's But the I'm a hundred percent for diversity. I need to say that a number of times so we don't get cancelled. Yeah. But it wasn't done right. It wasn't, it wasn't done, done right done well. And it had a negative effect on the flow of the story because they had to invent those issues. But then it wasn't super believable that two black people got to the hotel and no one batted an eyelid. Yeah, because it was like if then part of the commentary in the movie was going to have racial undertones, yeah. like it was like all the staff were black. That yeah. was very obvious. But then like other than that, it wasn't – they didn't really go into that. I was expecting no. a little bit more of like she got to the hotel and was like – Stanley Tucci wasn't quite happy that she was there. or Or she went to the desk and was like – I've got a room here and the woman at the desk or man at the desk was just like, no, I don't think you do. Yeah. I read an article that said something about how they put that in and said in Alabama as the 60s so that the witch element wasn't the only threat hanging over the head of Charlie. Uh, Not Charlie. Yeah, not Charlie, Charlie Bucket. His name is Charlie in this article that I read. His name's not Charlie. Like, His name's Hero Boy. He doesn't have a name. No, he doesn't have a name. Luke, but Hero Boy. If but that's the, there's no threat. Yeah, it's not shown at all. No, it isn't. So I, the only threat he faces in Alabama is a black witch. Is a witch exactly. So I just think it's it's it tried half, to be diversity, but it was half. It was half baked, and has created a couple of. Issues. That's not the only issues with the 2020 remake. No, there isn't. Um, in the 1991, though, that progression to the hotel makes more sense. Mm-mm. Grandma's obviously loaded. We set. We see yeah. that because she says we're going to stay in England. I have a house there. I have a gigantic house for me. So then, when just the, that one old woman. Yeah. Then when the doctor says diabetes will be cured by a little bit of salt in the air, go to the seaside. Yeah. Um, but not salt in your fish paste. Not salt in your fish paste. Go to the seaside. Don't take your cigars. I really wish. Yeah. That my doctor 
would prescribe me a holiday? Well, if Don't you know if it's covered by Medicare. Most doctors say rest, but then none of us rest. Most, of, most doctors say rest, but they don't say rest in a seaside hotel run yeah, by Mr. Bean. That's true. Um, one good thing from 2020 that didn't happen, Stanley Tucci wasn't rooting one of the maids. Yeah. I'm that quite happy about that. Unnecessary. It's not in the that book. didn't need to happen in the 1990 No, uh, it's not in the book either, uh, which is good. Um, but in both cases, Grandma just lets the kid wander around the hotel on their own. Yeah. If, if like we previously said, one of the dangers yes. was racism. Yeah. Hey, Hey, black kid, go wander this yep. hotel on your own. No, thanks. No, thanks. And then he runs into Bruno Jenkins. One commonality between the two movies is that Bruno Jenkins is a little turd. He is rude. My name's Bruno Jenkins. How much pocket money do you get? Oh, piss off, Bruno. Yep, in the 1990. And then in the 2020. We have three cars. In the 2020, I'm Bruno Jenkins. Some woman told me she was going to give me a lot of chocolate. Where is she? God. And the parents, such Bruno an only Jenkins. child. In both movies, the parents are her- terrible. Oh, awful people. The dad, especially in the 1991, is a dick. Just yeah. a dick. Well, he's a dick, but he's re- he's. I think he's ruder in the 2020. He's more Does like, or is he just more uppity, or am I getting them confused? Is he uppity? I don't know if he's uppity in the first one. I think he's just a entitled dick. I think he's a bit of a tryhard in the 1991, and then in the 2021, he's a bit more uppity. You don't see much as much of the parents in no. the 2021. No. Um, like we mentioned, the sex with the maid by Rowan Atkinson is unnecessary. Was it necessary for um, Anne Hathaway to pull the potion out of her boobs? I don't know why she needed a metal corset bra yeah, thing like either. Like a, a brass bodice where she keeps the potion. I don't get that. Mm, um, the whole scene in the ballroom. Yes. Where um, Luke goes, well, well I'm just going to call him Luke. For in both the second movies. one as well. Yeah. Whatever. When the kid goes into the ballroom, ah, oh, I'm going to train my mice in here, which to me is just still a bit weird. Um, then the witches go in to do their witchiness. Yep. In the, at this point, you know they're witches. We know they're witches. Yeah. Um, it's more built up in the 1990 version about how scary witches are. In the 2020 version, it's just like, oh, they're witches. They They have scars on their face. Yeah, they walk in looking weird. Yeah. Whereas Angelica Houston's wearing the full mask and then that big, ugly, prosthetic face comes off. Because one of the things in the 1990 version about witches is that the scariest thing about them is that they just look like normal women. Yeah. Except for glowing purple eyes. Where in this one... They look like normal women, except for Heath Ledger's Joker's scar. Yeah, which was weird to me. Um, Which then makes the whole scene in the ballroom not as scary in the new one. 
I think overall, the 1990 is creepier. I think because it looks, well, the makeup, especially Angelica Houston's whole get up. Yeah. Is creepy. It looks realer too. Because it is actual real makeup and prosthetics as opposed to digitally making Anne Hathaway have a big mouth. And then she floats around and Anne Hathaway is good, but the monologue... She doesn't do it as well. You know what she doesn't do well either? What? Whatever the fuck accent that was meant to be. Oh, yeah. Like... It was English-American, Fontaine in Les Mis, Norwegian-Russian... It was like... Something. It was like at the end of um, Terminator 2, when you throw the T-1000 into the lava... I understand. Oh, and he does all the and different he impressions. All the different Rawr. characters that he's impersonated. Maybe that's what Anne Hathaway maybe, was doing. Maybe she is the host of The Amazing Race, and yeah. just spends a lot of time in country, so it accents in just a bit European countries. Yeah, I think what it is is she. We don't know what country the Grand High Witch is from, right? But she's meant to be European. And I think Angelica Houston's accent is European. Yes. But you can't pinpoint a country. Yeah. And I think Anne Hathaway tried to do that. But what she ended up doing was this word is Swedish. Gaulic. This word is German. This word is Russian. And then I'm going to invent Gaulic. Gaulic. And I'm glad eventually Stanley Tucci understood what Gaulic was because I didn't. Gaulic. I don't want anti Gaulic. No Gaulic. That's not a word, Anne Hathaway. That was weird. I get that it was probably meant to be funny, but Anne Hathaway character, not meant to be funny. I'm not meant to laugh at you or with you. No, no. You're meant to be scaring me. I don't want to be your friend. Yes. Accent, accent jokes when it's a put on accent are much riskier. Like a pink panther. Well, no, that's not risky. Well, that's just be- taking the piss out of French accents. Because that's, but that's They're also minky. his character, his funny character. Yeah. So everything about him is ex- ex- uh, eccentric. expanded oh. and eccentric. You know, mm. he's got all the slapstick and he's useless at his job and he sounds silly. Yeah. Whereas Anne Hathaway is meant to be scary, has the scary opening mouth, has the ugly head. And then says Gaulic, which we're meant to laugh at. Yeah. And Those, says, I don't know you, Mr. Hotel Man. I, f- I thought that exchange was a little funny. Yeah. Mr. Hotel Manager Junior. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny, that little exchange, but not. But it wasn't a joke. No. It was a part of her character yes. to be so dismissive of it. Not a written-in joke of her saying Gaulic. Oh, how funny is her accent? Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. And I don't think as good an actor as Anne Hathaway is, she did that accent very well. Um, the other thing that's creepy and disturbing in the 1991 that doesn't translate as much in the new one is the actual transformation of kids into mice. 
Yeah. Like it is the swirling, weird. The swirling and the, and the thing and the oh, like seizing. And the bit of hair. And, and the, the farting oh, green or purple or whatever color it was. Yeah. Whereas in the 2021, it's just because it's too animated and too CGI'd. Yep. It's just like, it's like I farted and I do a weird flip. Woo. And yep. I'm a mouse. I don't yeah. see you become a mouse. I just see this puff of smoke kind of thing. Yeah. I, I can't understand with the 2020 movie if they're trying to make a movie that's scary to kids. Like, I can't tell I if they're know. trying to make yeah. a scary movie. Are they making a f- adult, not making adult, making a family movie for kids? Or a movie that scares kids? Well, the interesting thing I looked at the end, like after I watched both of them, I was like, the 1990 version has a PG rating. Yep. Whereas the 2020 version has an M rating. Oh. So I don't really why? understand why, though, because the 1990 version to me was creepier. Yeah, the language 1990 in it? There's no like, language in it. Damn. And the 1990 version has um, tobacco depictions. Oh, yeah. So Cigars. that's automatic M. Those tobaccos could kill you. Maybe it's the weird, for some reason, the fact, and it's a bit scarier, that Anne Hathaway, the witch, can just randomly grow her arms. That was creepy. That was creepy, but I didn't get it. Or could it be... No, I can't work it out, because it's not, it's not scarier. I'm not a kid, but... Maybe they're just the standards have changed. But if you compare it to, like... Return to Oz, 1990 Witches, Hocus Pocus, all three of those movies are scarier than the 2020 Witches. But I think maybe it's more scrutiny on how they classify movies these days. Yeah. There's probably fine tooth combs. They said poo. That's PG. Yeah. Whereas they just say droppings in the old one. And they don't go back and reclassify old ones, obviously, or Return no. to Oz still wouldn't be rated G. No, it'd be X. No. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be R simply for the fact that you should not watch it until you're an adult. Well, it should be R <laughs> for the fact that they're going to shock therapy a kid. <clears throat> go back and listen to our Return to Oz episode if you haven't. It is the scariest kids movie Ever, it is the most scares you'll ever have in a movie that's rated G. You know, in the ballroom scene, there was a couple of lines where I laughed because, like we've said before, yes, we quoted the shit out of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, and one of it, you will hold, and you will get your chocolate chop, and then you will hold a great gala opening, <laughs> and we just work only with magic. Yeah. The, the ballroom scene, to me, sums up the difference between Angelica Houston and Anne Hathaway's characterisation, um, their performance, but also the written characterisation of their characters, of the Grand High Witch. <laughs> yep. Because the build-up of the monologue of Angelica Houston is very good yep. and very creepy, and the witches are on the edge of their seat, whereas the monologue of Anne Hathaway is she's doing it so that everybody can say how good she is. Yeah, which was not the point no. of being a witch. And the, but also, yeah, like you said, the look of Angelica Houston is much scarier. But even the look of the normal witches 
is scarier in the 1990. Yeah. And Anne Hathaway does scarier things, like the nostrils open so they can sniff and the arm extends so they can chase. And the mouth is creepy, if not inconsistent. So that scene, I I think, sums it up. But then you get like the witch in the 1990 version asks a question which is like, we can't possibly get all of them. And so she gets zapped because, yeah. like, she gets burnt. And that's much scarier, too. Yeah. She and the, the witches alive. around are like, I love that when they're like, who said this? And the witch right next to her straight away goes, she I, did. Need, I need to get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. Like, she did. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Bubble. they all move away. Yeah. And then she gets burnt, which is scary. But then in the 2020 version, there's just a question. Yeah. Like, how do we do it? Zap. Yeah. Like, that's the that's actually question. probably a pretty good question. Um, but Anne Hathaway has decided it is insubordination, which I couldn't understand. Insubordination? Yeah, insubordination. Right. I couldn't understand in the accent. That's not what I did then. That was me speaking through a crackly mo- yeah. like speaker. Insubordination. Insubordination. The other thing in the new movie that, was kind of explained, but not, and I still have no idea why. And it's like a little bit. Why the fuck in this hotel is room 766 on the fourth floor? Oh, yeah. And then they went, it's a numerology thing, yada, yada. Like, yeah, but the number still would be the same number room if you are on the seventh is. floor. Yeah, because the numer- numerology doesn't have anything to do with the four. The numerology is the seven and six means trouble. A double number means lots of trouble. Um, so seven, six, six. Yes. And I get that they're seven, six, six. So they can be directly above the Grand High Witch's room. Six, six, six. Yeah. But you could still, still could have been on the seventh and the sixth floor. You could definitely have been on the seventh and the sixth floor. And if the six 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 room is a fancy room with the big balcony, that's better to be on floor six than floor three. Yeah, it was weird to me. That doesn't make sense. It was unnecessary as well. The six six six. No, I the seven six six on the fourth floor. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Why do we even need to know what floor they're on? Later when they go into the elevator and push fourth floor. Oh, because it's like, we're going to the fourth floor. Oh, quick, get in the elevator. Yeah, but it's very easy for someone to say, we're going to the sixth floor. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Or the seventh floor. Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash two drink cinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. You said before about the special effects. Yeah. They are done well, but done too much. The animatronic and the puppetry work... In 1990 is very good. Well, yeah, it just makes it look more real. There's a few spots as an adult where you can tell that they're not showing the bottom half of the mouse. Because there's a person's finger in it. Yeah. Jim Henson's in there going like... Yeah. 
And like when they carry around, she's carrying around the two mice, Luke and Bruno, in the handkerchief. Oh, yeah. And there's obviously the little puppet thing yeah. coming out of the handkerchief. Or in the bag or in a bag or something. Yeah. In and a the bag, bag just stays just... half closed and you can't see into the bag. Or it's just the head of the mouse up from underneath the carpet. Yes. Yeah. It's very clever and it's very well done. Um, and, yeah, you alternate between that and a real mouse, where I think is in 2020 it's just all CGI. And yeah. they're running on two legs the whole time. Yeah, I think so. Including, except for when Daisy tells them to run on four legs. Yeah, what was... Yeah, can we talk about Daisy? Was with Daisy? I don't know why we needed Daisy. She's Daisy not in the book. Daisy wasn't in the book. No. I don't know why we needed a third mouse, and it turns out that the mouse that is the kid's pet turned, was also a child that got turned into a mouse by a witch. Yeah. Look, I don't want to keep going on about this race thing, but the fact that they've got uh, a mouse to help them who is the whitest of all white mice, mm. who we love Kristen Chenoweth, but she's the whitest of white Singer actresses. She's quite white. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say the words white saviour. Right. But a very white mice you could, if you dig mouse into it, is helping them. You could see that. So I, it's just unnecessary because she helps, but I don't think she helps to the point that it really changes the outcome of the movie. I, she doesn't need to be there. Yeah. They did it fine on their own 30 years ago. But also she doesn't add that much that they wouldn't have worked out themselves. Yeah. Like, but also I think The kid was a smart kid, as was yeah. we saw at him explaining step by step what the plan was going to be before they did the plan. Yeah, which is unnecessary. Um, it Yeah, I just didn't get it. It was just another bit of the movie that I didn't understand and didn't need to be done. Uh, I also... All right, here, here, like, let me pitch the movie to you. Okay, good, I'm okay. listening. So we're going to make a movie. Let me let me put this face on. Okay, we're gonna. Oh, you know how to work your glasses. Yeah, good. Oh fuck, the glasses. We're gonna make a movie I about have glasses. We're gonna make a movie about witches. Okay, it's In, gonna have. Yep, good. It's gonna have Anne Hathaway. Love her. Yep, great. And uh, Octavia Spencer. Oh, she's amazing. Chris yeah. Rock. Oh, okay. And the voice of Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, she's gonna sing a song. Yeah. No. Oh, so why, why do we need Kristen yeah. Chenoweth? No. Well, because Kristen Chenoweth's going to be in it. Like, you got Kristen Chenoweth, who's Kristen Chenoweth, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's won Tonys for being a witch. No. What did she win? Did she win? She didn't win Tonys. She didn't win a Tony for Wicked. For Wicked? No. Oh, well, she's won Tony and she's... And the, she's, be, she's famously been a witch before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a like, very white witch. No, but if you think <laughs> Wicked, you yeah. think Kristen Chenoweth. And she's won Tonys. Yeah. And she was in Glee. Yeah. Um, and Anne Hathaway has won an Oscar for a musical. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I see so where you, you're going you with go this. You go those two, then you go, oh, but no songs. No songs. Okay. But, so, like, do they need to have cast Kristen Chenoweth? Kristen Chenoweth doesn't need to take roles like this in order to break into f- film either. No. <laughs> like, it's not and like also- Kristen Chenoweth's agent's going, if you do this one... 
I reckon next year you'll get another one that yeah. goes straight to HBO Max. Which is too <laughs> Daisy's story. Yeah. Um, the prequel. Also, how long ago was she turned into a mouse? Because she's quite clearly an adult woman talking. Yeah. But which bewitched mice live longer? Okay, I don't need to get into mice years because I don't understand that. But but also that whole thing. But but the Octavia Spencer in, does understand it. Yeah, she goes, oh, yeah, because she's a voodoo witch at priestess. Least, thing. You'll live at least nine years. Oh, that's all right because I'm only going to live nine years and we can die together. Which means that boy thinks that Octavia Spencer is going to die before she's sixty. <laughs> Yeah. Like, we're going to live, I'm going to live nine years. You're only going to live nine years. You're only going to live till you're 59. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, probably is for the time <laughs> anyway, place. Yeah. Um, for someone with a cough. But they, also, the other thing, they don't go in the thing. It's like, oh, I'm not well. Oh, you've got, we've seen a doctor, you've got diabetes. Yeah. In the 2020 version, she's got a cough. The, the witch just goes curses, which is enough to put a curse on. And she's like, I've got a curse. <coughs> and the, the curse COVID. might be tuberculosis because at one point she coughs and then looks into her hanky. But do you see no. what's in the... Oh, but she's looking at something. Is it phlegm? Is it the sugar is cake it, she ate earlier? Is it a furball? <laughs> is it a furball? Is it some cornbread? Is it some fish paste? Like, what is it? We don't know, but she's sick and she faints at some point. Does she? I don't remember fainting in the new one anyway. Oh, I'm now maybe confusing myself. Anyway, um, so they have the same end plan. Oh, yes. Um, which is get the potion. Well, no, actually, no, they don't have the same end plan. They end up having the same end plan. The original plan, the first plan in the new version is Some I'm going unnecessary to get, voodoo priestiness. I'm going to get a, ver- a sample of the potion. Yep. Then you're going to do your voodoo witch magic yep. and reverse engineer the potion so I know how it's made. Which then... To get an antidote? What was to the then point? get an antidote to yeah. change them back to boys and a girl who's going to be a woman. Yeah, but that won't solve the ongoing problem of all those witches still having the potion. Yes, and going to kill every kid in America. Correct. But that fails... Which why then, does it fail? Because that doesn't work. <laughs> but also, like, why does it fail? Oh, well, I tried. Yeah, I tried once. That's the lesson here. <laughs> and then Octavia Spencer goes, oh, well, you're just going to be a mouse forever. Let me go back to reading my book. You're going to be a mouse forever. Oh, yeah, that's fine. But how about we also fuck up all those witches? <laughs> yeah, better plan. Better plan, and which then, I've seen somewhere before. Was it in the original movie? Yeah. yeah. I saw it 30 years ago. Yeah. It's And it worked. It did work. It's done equally well, I think, in both movies. As in the, the transformation? The the, no, the, the way they do the plan, the way they go and get into the oh, kitchen yeah, yeah. and put the soup in and, and then everyone eats the soup. He does nearly become fried potatoes. Yeah, I don't know why... Is that in the 1990? Yeah, where he goes why in the you, potatoes and then... Why would you jump into a food thing? I don't know. Like yeah. just run along the benches. The other thing... The other thing in the... The thing that the newer version does better is it's like 
we've already been to the kitchen, so we know how to get there. We'll just go through the vent. Yeah. That's better to me. Better than grandma putting him in the kitchen. Yeah, go, oh, sorry, I got lost. Yeah. You stupid senile old diabetic. (laughs) (sighs) Do you know the head chef in the 1990 version is the head butler from Downton Abbey? Oh, he got promoted? Yeah. But in the past. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he got promoted 50 years earlier. Um, Then, obviously, they put the um, potion Potion in the the soup. soup. Cress soup, 1990. Pea soup with no garlic um, in 2020. I didn't know garlic was a thing for witches. It isn't. Oh, okay. I I don't, I don't, from my experiences with watching witch movies, of which I've watched The Witches and Hocus Pocus and The Witches. Okay. um, And probably others. Practical Magic. Okay. Witches oh, of Eastwick. No, this says strings of garlic are also hung behind doors to repel witches. I thought that was vampires. It is too. Oh. It's just garlic is bad for supernatural beings. Yeah, I think generally speaking, um, it's not good for those kind of creatures. Yeah, so they get the cress soup. Still don't really know what cress soup is, but it sounds disgusting. Do you want me to look that up too? I'm, I'm assuming it's made of watercress. I want the cress soup. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's just for their party. I don't... You can have the... Yeah, our other soup is cockaliki. I don't want cockaliki soup. I want the cress soup. Um, cockaliki. Yeah, it's watercress I don't know what cockaliki soup. soup is either, but it's a funny word, especially said with a um, Scottish accent. Um, and then cockaliki soup uh, has is chicken. It's Scottish. I don't want cockaliki. I'm just going to say want, it again. He should want cockaliki. Maybe he's had enough cockaliki soup. Uh, it's got chicken, leeks, leek, rice, cock, cock, leek. Chicken is cock. Yeah, and then there's a chowder and Chowder-y. the pea soup. In the 2020 version. Pea soup with a nice big glass of absinthe. That is weird. The green, um, green wine, or is it cooler? Cordial. It's cordial. It's Cotty's. <laughs> um, it's Cotty's cooler flavoured cordial. It's like, you know, um, when you go on a school camp yeah. and they have the big yeah. <laughs> container yeah. of watered down cordial. It's That's that. That's what it is. That they borrowed um, from the McDonald's. <laughs> yes. Um the transformation of the witches into mice slash rats. Yeah. Yep. Um, Quicker in 2020, scarier in 1990. And also <laughs> in 2020, the other guests don't really react very quickly. If I saw a woman sitting there yep. at an establishment where I'm also eating, yeah. and then she eats something and then explodes, yep. I would be like, get the fuck out of here. Per- big purple smoke goes, and she her dress whoops off into the air, and she disappears, which is what you see first. You didn't know she's yeah. a mouse. Yeah, you'd go, waiter, waiter, some fucked up shit's going on. I over there. would like to check out early. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on, uh, but I think can you get the valet to bring my car, yeah. please? Um, then it's like, and then another one changes, and another one changes. Then it seemed like. The guests weren't concerned or worried that other guests were ter- were exploding. 
and turning into mice. They were more worried by the fact that there were now mice, not that they used to be women. But but one thing that's common with both movies is they're all very quick to want to kill things that were women a minute ago. Oh, yeah, it's just like, oh, a mouse that used to be a woman, kill it. Where's my cleaver, Rowan Atkinson? Rowan Atkinson just goes around cleavering everyone. Yeah. People come out with brooms and... Every every single knife from the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, speaking of knives, in the 1991, there's the little joke. Luke gets his tail chopped and he says one of the chefs cut off it, cut it off with a carving knife, like three oh, blind like mice. Three blind mice. But then there's also a missed joke mm. in the 2020 version with three mice in it. Yeah. Something happens, and. They or do see. the no, they do the. Oh, um, I didn't notice that. Monkeys. Yep. D- blind. He deaf, see thing. no evil. Hear no evil. Yeah. Speak no evil. Not tip. Don't cover your mouth while you're talking on a podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's it just taking went, me. <laughs> it just went. Oh, and and they do the then to the. <laughs> It only took me 40-something episodes to no, work that out. I can't edit that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I almost did it again. But also, it's not many times where I would talk while covering my mouth. No, true. But then I was thinking, like, why not all cover your eyes and then you three, three blind, blind mice. mice? Yeah. See how they run. See how they talk and explain the plans. A joke. Yeah, well, I was going to say another joke, but... Let's talk about that. This is going to be your clunky exposition, isn't oh. it? <laughs> no, that to me sums up the difference between an English-made movie and an American-made movie. Is that in the English-made movie, they just do the thing. And as they're lowering Luke down in the knitting <laughs> to the yep. balcony below, yep. as an audience member, you're going, oh, they're lowering Luke down to in the knitting to the balcony below. Yeah. But in the 2020 version... We need Hero Boy to tell us that they're going to lower him down in the knitting to the balcony below. And then we also see the lowering. Yeah, the way Why that could have just... been better is while, like, narrate it. Like, talk, while it's, that happens a lot. Yeah. While, like, Ocean's 11 yes, Ocean's the way 8, they... they go, I'm going to talk you through a plan as the plan is happening on the screen. Yep, yep. Or say, this is the plan... Lower me down with your knitting. Next scene, he's in the room. And then yes. we see the knitting on the balcony. Yeah. You don't need both of those things to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it also happens with, like, that's overly explained. In the 1990 version, it's just called Potion 86. In the 2020 version, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's called Potion 86 Delayed Mouse Maker Potion. I'm like, really? Like, you can't hide that. If the label says mouse maker potion, yeah. you can't hide that by just saying it's 86. Yeah. Um, the other thing that doesn't make sense in the new version, which happened because they changed her to a voodoo witch thing and yep. not a witch hunter, yep. is that Anne Hathaway would not recognize adult Octavia Spencer. No. No, that's bad. Because the explanation that 
Octavia Spencer tells Luke, I was I saw a witch once because my friend got turned into a gigantic chicken by a witch. Yeah. And that witch saw me from a distance through a haze 40 years ago when I was like 11. Now he's seeing me 40 years ago as a full-grown adult and going, I know you from somewhere. It is from this exact moment in my life. Yeah. Whereas Angelica Houston has a vague recollection of the witch hunter that she might have met before because she's a witch hunter. Yeah, because if you're a witch, you need to know what witch hunters are hunting They've got a booklet. Yeah, they've got a little booklet. Of these are the witch hunters that are coming for you. Like in Teen Wolf. Oh, they know. They all know Mr. Argent. Yeah, because Argent is French for silver. Yeah, clever. Um, Yes, I don't really like that. That made no no sense as well. No. It's too... There's too much explained in it. There's some unnecessary lines. I had to, you'd think you were clever stealing my key. I went to the desk and got a copy. Fuck, we we don't need to know that. Didn't you know they keep a spare key at the front desk? Well, I didn't care. I just grabbed your key and I thought I'd be freaking done with the plan by now. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... We thought you ate the soup, bitch. I do actually like that... She didn't eat the soup, and they got that like one-on-one battle. I like which would have been much better if she'd been a witch hunter and not a voodoo priest, because she wouldn't know how to hunt a witch. She would have skills yeah. relevant to um, one-on-one with a witch, and not rely on some stupid, too complicated plan. We've discussed plans like this before. Yes, um, that involves mouse traps and him jumping onto a thing, so a cork goes on a mouse trap that flies him. Into her mouth while she's screaming and too much, too much, too much. Also, physically doesn't make sense, but that's probably not an issue in a movie with witches. What also doesn't physically make sense is that uh, you have cushions on your couch. If I dropped my phone onto that cushion, it would just go boom. I was going to be like... Why doesn't it make sense that I have cushions well, on my couch? It makes sense that you have cushions on your couch. What doesn't make sense is that if I dropped my phone onto that cushion, it wouldn't bounce all the way back up onto the table. Yeah. But Hero Boy in 2020 jumps from the couch onto a cushion, which propels him higher than the couch to get onto the table. Yeah. It's not a trampoline. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It didn't make, it didn't work for me. Yep. Um, Isaac Newton saw this. Fuck. Rolling in his grave at Westminster Abbey. We have talked before about, like, where do you draw the line of believability and not? Like, witches. It's a witch movie. Don't. So, do we believe trampolines? But I think if you take the fantastical things, you suspend belief for that. But then when you try to add that to real things within a fantastical movie, that's stretching it a little bit. Yeah. Um, then obviously the endings are very different between the two movies. Yes. The ending of 2020. (laughs) They still steal all her money. Well, she's dead. She's got no family. She's been eaten by her own cat. I doubt she has a, uh, doubt she has a will. There's got to be another witch somewhere. So the end of the 1990 is when Bubble... (laughs) As we're calling her, because that's oh. the character that she plays in Ab Fab. Ab Fab, the only other thing I've seen her in. Uh, Bubble becomes the good witch 
doesn't have gross hands, but it has powers, and so she turns Luke from a, bo- a mouse back into a naked boy. In the 1991 as well, Bruno's parents actually take him home. You always wanted me to lose weight. Yeah, and then she Luke reminds her to go and change Bruno back. Don't forget about Bruno. We don't need to see it. Good. Done. We just assume it happens. I don't need to see a naked Bruno. Um, we, I think those endings make sense on each other's movie. Like, like Chris it's more Rock, of a Hollywood ending to have the kid change back. Chris Rock stays a mouse. That's the, in the book, that's how it ends. Yeah. The happy ending, there are good witches among us. Mm-hmm. Goes better with the less scary 2020 movie. Yeah. Than it does with the creepier 1990 movie. That's true. I don't know which ending I prefer. They both make sense, but I oh, it's just the maths for me as well. I'm oh. pretty sure that um, mice age quicker than adult humans. Because then it almost looks like Chris Rock as a mouse is now older than Octavia Spencer. Yeah. He's meant to be. That's what you just said. Mice age quicker. Do they? But it's nine years from 1968. He has to survive until 1983. That's 14 years. Mm, And she's already dead? She's past 59. I think she's fine. She just just want to cough. They just want to die together. Um, As... She yeah. makes it very clear. Um, one thing about the transformation, we've already mentioned that Luke, as a mouse, doesn't need glasses. Yeah, but Luke also uh, is incredibly intelligent as a mouse. <laughs> yeah, not so much. He's the dumbest kid ever who can't work out how his glasses work or the fact that he's even wearing yes. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he comes up with this whole plan as an as a mouse. Yeah, that, and he knows how to run across the lobby without getting caught, how to go under the carpet without getting stepped on, yes. how to use his tail to pick up the bottle of potion. Yeah, that's not how tails work. Yeah. But not a, well, not a mouse tail anyway. It's not a monkey tail. No. Um, so that is, was, I just found very strange. I'm like, oh, all of a yeah. sudden he's really smart. Um, the other bits that was just like stupid comedy... In the newer one, it's like I wrote in my notes once that was just like, we get it. Bruno's a fat mouse. Like the fat kid has to become a fat mouse. We get it. I wrote in my notes as well, how many fat mouse squeezing jokes do we need? Eight, apparently. There's like, no. And he can't run. And he can't run. He's always eating everything. everything. We get it. Fat people eat. One thing I noticed with the eating... Was Kristen Chenoweth is very insistent that he not eat the grapes. Mm-hmm. Don't you know grapes can hurt a mouse? Yeah. In the first movie, he eats the grapes, right? Okay. And I did some research. Okay. Grapes, grapes? are bad for mice. Poisonous. Ooh, okay. So. Bruno would be dead. Bruno would be dead, but he's a human. In mouse. the 19th one. Oh, yeah, he's a human. But, like, is that line in there because the 2020 movie is having a go at the 1990 movie for feeding the mice grapes? 
I would say not. I hope not. Then why is it in there? I don't know. Because it's very emphatic. But it's also then, is it just to make another joke about the fact that he just wants to eat everything? But, like, surely the joke is fat kids don't eat fruit. Yeah. He just wants to eat cake. Um, it but just then felt how to does me... Kristen Chenner with no... Oh, she's been a mouse longer. Maybe she's seen some of her mice friends die from grape poisoning. Mm, I feel like grape, the grape mic play mic. Oh fuck! I think that's Damn a. It. I think that's a jab at the 1990 I movie. Think that is very uncalled for, considering how much worse your movie was yeah. than the original one, uh, and considering it's coming from the most unnecessary character in the movie. Yeah. So overall. Overall, I think it's very obvious which one I'd prefer. <laughs> which one we have compared the pair. Yeah. And uh, Anne Hathaway, when are you going to switch? <laughs> yeah, it's not too late. Actually, it is too late. It's too it's late. It's too late, Anne. You've made the movie. Don't make a sequel. I wonder how much super she got for it. <laughs> 401k, they call it over there. Um, I will give the first one. Yep. Three cockaleeky soups out of five. <laughs> Just because I needed to say cockaleeky again. I'm going to give it grandma's three and a half fingers <laughs> out of five. And the new one, I'm going to give oh. two oversized wine glasses of cool cordial out of five. <laughs> I'm going to give it one giant middle finger. Oh. <laughs> Can we speak about fingers before we go? Because in our previous episode, we talked about the issues around the claws of the 2020 witches. Um, And uh, groups representing people with limb difference, I think is the way of saying it, um, weren't happy with the representation of the claws of the witches in the 2020 version. Yes. So in the book, they have claws. In the 1990 movie, they have very scabby-looking gnarled fingers with extra-long fingernails. Yeah. But But, in the 2020 version, it looks like they just said, put your two middle fingers down and we'll put a glove over your hand. Yeah, it was weird. They didn't look... So I can see where the issue is with uh, limb difference disability or just limb difference, representation, because they just look too much like fingers and not enough like claws. And the feet just look like the feet are a little bit oddly shaped and have one big toe. Well, only hers does. No, I think we see other witches' feet. Oh, okay. But But, they didn't make it claw enough to make it not look... Yes. Like just a bit of a I don't deformed, want to say deformity. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a deformed hand. Yeah. So I yeah. I understand it. I actually thought that when I first um heard about the controversy around um people with differences. Yep. I thought it was gonna be about the face scarring. Okay, yeah. But then it's not. But then also if you're a witch, couldn't you work out a way to like cover up your face scars better? But they're eating of things. I think witches, snakes, 
open dislocated oh, jaws. I think there's children. a connection there. Right to eat mice, mice are children. No, nah, no, nah. I don't um, get it. So, yeah, we're definitely. Uh, I in... understand the people's uh, comments about the movie regarding that. That was a very. You, can you just copy and paste that for future episodes? Because that was very <laughs> generic for your very generic apology, along with Anne Hathaway's yeah. very generic apology. Um, interestingly. No, yes. no, that's oh. not, no. Um, Every listener just got their hopes up. Oh, They're like, oh, sorry, someone, five of you. <laughs> someone with a better accent work than Anne Hathaway could have done this. Oh, Meryl. Um, ooh. Um, after I finished watching the first one on Netflix, it suggested I watch Sexy Beasts. Oh. Do you it know what- suggested I watch... UFO Secrets Explained. <laughs> okay. Um, Sexy Beasts, for those that don't know, is a dating reality show that's like blind dating or The Masked Singer, where you go on a date dressed up and covered your face, like you wear like all this crazy makeup to look like an animal. So it's like a blind date, but you're actually in person, but you can't see their face. Oh, interesting. After the second one, it told me to watch Bad Sport. It told me to watch Seinfeld. I think Netflix bases <laughs> it more on other things you've watched. No matter what I watch, it will tell me to watch Seinfeld because yeah. I've watched Friends. Well, on Netflix, Shane just binge watched every 9-11 documentary in the last month. Oh, so you anniversary. Yeah. And we watch a lot of true crime and a lot of sport documentaries. So True sport. Hence, bad sport. Go. So, uh, that is our double up. Two drinks, two brothers, two, two movies. movies. The Witches 1990 and The Witches 2020. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Thank you, Brett, for having our studio in your home. No worries, Lee. Jeez. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.